Yeah, we're back on it. Mm. Tobacco pipe, we're fucking back. Yeah, we're mm. back on it. Tobacco pipe, we will attack. Give it to me, baby. Yeah, we're back on it. Mm. Your girl took a look and she said, ooh-wee. Yeah, we're back on it. Ooh-wee. Tobacco pipe be fueling me. Wow. Welcome back, everyone. Wow. <laughs> I just want to say, what what a return at what a return intro. That might just need to be like the intro. Well, I'm, I'm dead, <laughs> I might just clip that. That could just be. The, I think we just made our intro. Oh man, dude, my face is probably so red right now. Dude, that was incredible, and that was great. And I'm so proud of you for singing that wonderful tune for me. Yeah, thank you. So what's up? It took a lot out of me. What's up, dude? It's been you know, so long. What's I going know, on? I know. Um, starting a new job this past week. How'd it go? How'd it go? <laughs> it was a rough week. <laughs> a really, really, really rough week just getting back into the uh, swing of things. Um, it was. It's in Marietta, which it's like an hour, 40, hour, 45 drive. And I was being cheap and didn't want to spend money on a hotel it's only a two-week job, and the first week, I was just like, I'm just going to tough through it. Yeah. And, like, it was absolutely brutal. Give us the timetable. Start, time, end time. Well, I, time. I'd wake up at, like, 4.20, 4.30. 4.20, <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I normally set my alarm at 4.20. That way I can snooze and be up at 4.30. Respect. And then... uh I I'd tried to have my lunch packed the night before and everything. Just throw it in my lunchbox real quick, make coffee. Now, do you have a cool lunchbox, like a Buzz Lightyear Spider-Man lunchbox? No. Or do you keep it old school, like I the old tin, cool. tin pail? It's, a, it's, like, it's kind of like an old school one. But it's, not, it's plastic, but it's got like the like metal latches on it. Okay. Um, That's fly. Angle is the brand. It's, they make awesome coolers. It's, ba- it's a cooler, but everyone uses them as lunch boxes. Um, it's cooler to use it as a lunch box. You see what yeah, I did there? Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like I've used it as a cooler so many times and like it keeps like just as well as like a Yeti does. Like the, uh, it's awesome. Dude, I'm just happy that 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 kind of um like business has started where people have started to make these coolers and yeah. cups and things that keep ice because Yeti obviously is like the best or the OGs, but a lot of these yeah. other brands are Maybe just as good. That, yeah, for real. Like honestly, there's there's a lot of brands out there now that I think function just as well. Like if not just as well, like literally a, a very small step underneath. Arctic, Ozark are the two that yeah, come to mind. Yeah, and honestly, I'd never heard of this Ingle brand until I started like working in this field. A lot of the guys have them as lunch boxes, and and they like look pretty cool. That's why I was like, I. I'm going to get one of these. and I mean, you can fit so much food in it. Uh, like, they're coming in, I want to say there's like a 14-quart or 19-quart, 20-something. I don't know. But, oh, light Ooh, flicker. Light <laughs> flicker. All right, but so you pack your lunch before. You're waking up at 420. Let's keep rolling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I leave the house 10 till 5 or 455. And I normally be getting there right at like quarter till seven, okay, something like that. Um, starts at seven. 
work 10 hours, get done at 5. I normally am pulling out of the parking lot at like 5.15 and then get home at like 7. That, so that in general, that is a very long day. Oh, and and yeah. to add a drive in the beginning, that long, and the end, yeah, that's, that's a, for sure. If it sure. wasn't for the drive, it wouldn't be bad at all. Because honestly, four tens is my favorite schedule. You get an extra day off. Yep. You still get your 40 hours. It's awesome. That's so like really if it wasn't for the drive, it would not be bad at all. That drive just kicked my ass. You mentioned a story last night when we were recording the juice box that I purposely tuned out because you did not tell me about you said Wednesday morning you were Oh see I thought I texted you and told you. No. So yeah. I'm happy you didn't because yeah. I, I purposely tuned it out. I think you were talking to Zar and Tig or something. So I, I wanna cause that's what I think you're going to say is kind of scary, but I want to oh, hear. Oh, it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, like Wednesday morning, I'm driving down there, and I am just a- absolutely exhausted. And like this right here is like what's made. Like I'm definitely getting a hotel this week. Um, I'm driving down there, and I'm like, I'm not even like 20, 30 minutes into the drive, and I'm fa- straight up like falling asleep. That's I, so scary. I kept telling everyone, like, I literally wish I had a dollar. For every time the rumble strips woke me up, because like, like later I'd probably have like somewhere tw- in between twenty and thirty dollars. Jesus, like, that's it, a case of bruise yeah, for the boys. I know, dude. It, yeah, it was it was super scary. I was literally seconds away from calling uh, my boss or foreman or whatever and telling him that I was going to be late to yeah. like pull over and take a half hour nap because Damn. like I, I literally. I don't know how I made it with like without wrecking. Um, and honestly, like the next day, Thursday, it was like the same thing again. And I'm like, like I can't let this happen. Yeah. So like li- literally, I just get on my Apple Music. First thing, Miley Cyrus Essentials. Turn it all the way up. Preach. And I'm t- I like didn't have a voice by the time I got to work because I was just grooving along in there screaming. Like you said, I went in that bitch like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Dude, I just want to thank you, Miley Cyrus, if you're listening to this, because you, I, I'm just assuming this, and I'm going to just ride this one out. You are the sole inspiration on why John broke out and duet as the intro for this episode. Yeah. And I, I just want to thank you very much, because John came in this bitch like a wrecking ball. Hell yeah. And I, d- I did sing... Uh wrecking ball karaoke one time i forget where i was at but we were at a bar somewhere like out of town somewhere and i got up on stage and sang wrecking ball fucking electric here we go i got one for you jumped off stage did you yeah i got one for you top three miley cyrus songs go oh well or actually we can go back and forth so we can think about it a little bit and we'll do it in a snake we'll do it in a snake draft so if you pick one, I can't pick it, and vice versa. Oh, Since shit. you brought Miley to our attention, you, sir, may have the first pick in the draft. And I'm going to pull up her catalog just so I can remember names of the songs. Well, I got a couple in my mind. And, like, I definitely have a top five, but I'll try to squeeze <laughs> top three in there because I bet you take a couple. Um, okay. Right now, like, uh, I want to say it because, like, it's her new song, but, like, it's not my favorite song of hers. I'm, Midnight Sky is fire. It's amazing. So fire. Um, 
I mean, that's definitely in my top three, top five, so I'll just go with that. That's a solid yeah. first pick. Yeah, yeah, just because it's like a newer song, it, boom, it's in your head. My number one, my all-time favorite Miley song, and there's a lot. There's a lot of good songs when I hear them. I can sing it word by word, but this one to me is my favorite. I know you're about to say one of the two I got in my head. Seven Things. Yeah, that was my next one, dude. <laughs> I know every single word, dude. That song. It's so fire. <laughs> is fucking incredible. I know. And what's even crazier is me and JT were talking about this two days ago, I think. It's wild. She was like sixteen yeah, or seventeen, she was so young, and she, she was putting that. out bangers. Oh, I know. I, I don't know. get it. I know, dude. Like, I remember, like, when back in like high school, I I used to just fucking groove to that. So I had it on like at least half the CDs I burnt. Oh, That's I li- another thing. Burnt CDs. What happened to them, dude? I kids won't. I mean, I guess. I guess they understand because they can make their friends playlists, but to me it's not as it's not nah. as personal than burning your friend a CD. Yeah. It was like a sick I it was like a hobby of mine burning CDs. And the process was incredible. Go to yeah. CVS, walk down the aisle, find the blank CDs. And get like a tower of blank CDs. Giant blank CDs, you would go home, you would curate these burnt CDs yeah. and you thought you were a DJ. You were ready. Yeah. To break into the DJ scene because you were just <laughs> slinging burnt CDs left and right. We listened to Seven Things so many times on the way home from school, and it still doesn't get old. Oh no, and it no. never will. I remember I like like I hadn't heard it in the longest time, and then like in the limo, we were, we were either going to or coming back from Zarly's uh, birthday thing, and they turned it on, and like instantly, like my eyes just like lit up. I forgot. I was like. Oh, my fucking God. Like a little fucking teenage girl. Well, dude, before we keep going in our draft, I'm happy you brought that moment up because that's an incredible thing where you're with a bunch of your friends. Everybody knows every word of the song, and you all sing together. Yeah. That's like a feeling that you don't. song like that. You don't get all. It's a different. I can't even explain it. It's a different kind of like rush that runs over your body. great, dude. But, uh. I get on. Um, well, I was gonna say that next, but right now, I still got a couple in the hole. So I'm gonna go with "Party in the USA." Great song. Used to fucking love that music video. There was one part in it where she's like leaning up against the wall and she rolls her eyes, and it was just like younger me, just like ah, your nipples started getting <laughs> all wet. <laughs> yeah, that she um, she was very good looking. That, not that she is, isn't still good looking, but like, I think that version of her was like the most pretty. At know? all, amen. And that's what's crazy about like a for us like a Miley Cyrus or a Justin Bieber or one of those type caliber artists that they got famous before like the big social media yeah. stuff. Yeah. So that's what's crazy about the radio and listening to the radio back in the day when you didn't have the choice of picking your songs because the the radio is what got these people famous. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. even listen to the radio anymore. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lot easier nowadays to get your shit out there. You don't have to, like, try to bargain with, uh, like, record companies and radios and whatnot. You literally just throw it on Spotify or whatever. Like, I, I was listening to the Joe Rogan and Miley Cyrus podcast episode and, like, I think it was her that said, like, with like how easy it is now, like 
and she, uh, like, her most recent, I think it was her, like, the most recent album they made, they literally just, like, threw it up. Yeah. On, and so no one had to pay for it. Like, just give it to people, which that's really cool. Yeah, and it was, um, I, I don't know if it was on that episode, but I didn't realize, too, now that TikTok listens count as, like, streams of a song. So I didn't know that. So when somebody uses a song on TikTok, that counts towards their oh. number, which, I, I mean, no tic- TikTok has to be the biggest social it's media It's getting banned in the U.S. like tomorrow, I think. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm, I know it was very, very soon. I, I, but for some reason, I think I was told Sunday, which, when this comes out, it would be, It'll be three days before. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Party in the USA, another great song. I knew every word to was on every CD. And fuck, man. So two for me. This is hard because I easily could go old school Miley with all of them. Yeah. But I'm gonna say number two is twenty three. Oh, <laughs> dude, I forgot about that one. Just dude. being in the club high on perp with your shades on. I know. And Jay's She's wearing that Jordan uh, uniform. And Jay's on her video. feet, bro. I mean, that that music video yeah. will be an all-timer. Man, dude, like, there's still, like, a couple. Like, I got to do some honorable mentions. That's fine. That's fine. Um, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I guess number three, we have to... Mm, this is hard. I hope you don't take my three. I think you're gonna, but I hope I you don't. Know. Like, <laughs> there's so many. I think I know what your number three is, so I'm gonna try to leave it open for you. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna say, mother's daughter. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's yeah, that's another one. So I what's reckon. my three? I wrecking ball. No, no dude. Or, the or climb. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. There's always gonna be another mountain. I wanted to say that because for some I, for some reason I thought you were either gonna say wrecking ball or the climb. So well, wrecking balls. I mean, easily could have just been locked in there. Yeah, I I, I wanted to say wrecking ball, but like I didn't want to give like the generic answer. You know, absolutely. <clears throat> Uh, Wrecking Ball, uh, The Climb, um, Slide Away, We Can't Stop. Those are all honorable mention ones. All bangers. Um, <clears throat> feeling Myself with Will I Am. That's a good one, too. Damn, I don't think I've heard that one in a while. But I do have a question for you because I don't was... Don't call me Angel. I had to say that one from the new Charlie's Angels movie. Dude, keep... Keep giving me the songs. I'm sorry. I'm no, it's just good. Put my list away. <laughs> so when, because I when I look up shirts now, I'm a big button shirt guy. Do you yeah. do you call them button up or button down shirts? I call them button ups. Really? So maybe yeah. I, maybe I just I always call I don't them know a lot down. of people call them button down too. Because when when you search them. Sometimes it. Sometimes when you search button down versus button up shirts, different like ones I've pop said up. Both. Different ones will pop. I mean, I know that sounds weird. It's just hmm. an algorithm, but it's like sometimes some of the big notable shirts will pop up, but then other times you'll get different ones. I feel like I've definitely used both. Um, 
I'm saying button up right now because I'm on the up and up. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Fucking love it. Out here grinding, getting back in the groove. Mm. Yeah. But, uh. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Yeah, I was thirsty. Um, no, I don't know. Like, button up came to my head first, but I feel like I definitely use button down a lot. I've definitely used both, but I, I just, I find it very interesting when I'm trying to shop online and I s- type yeah. in one versus the other and I will have different shirts well, pop up for both. I feel like it could also just be one of those like regional lingo things. True. Like I'm sure uh, people in different parts of the country just have their own v- words for it. I don't know. Dude, I, I know we, we talked about it on the juice box pod that dropped on Sunday. Make sure to listen. Episode 50, banger. But how crazy, <laughs> <laughs> how crazy is the West Coast colors right now in the sky with these fires that are going on? The pur- oh, yeah. The purple and the, like, it literally. I forgot that was happening. That That's pretty shitty. But isn't it crazy to think that over here, like, we see it in the news, but it's not something that we think about on a regular basis and over there like people's shit is burning again it's just like here we go again What's honestly next? it's probably te- like terrifying like because if you like if you live close to it like you never know when like the wind w- might change and it's coming right at your house well like tig tig was saying i don't know if you were here yet when we were recording but he said when he was in colorado he went to colorado over labor day that there was there was a morning where he woke up and they went outside and like ash was falling from the sky like snow. Like it came all the way from California. Yeah, that's fucking wild, dude. I mean, there has to be a fuck ton of shit burning for that to happen. And just travel that far. I mean, that's a long way to travel. Very long way to travel. Yeah, I don't know, man. That that's just that's scary stuff. But we we touched on it in depth on the juice box. So make sure to listen to that, um, dude. It, it's. It's just so exciting to be back. Yeah. We have football on now, which is something that's completely different that wasn't going on the last time we recorded. And I was telling you before we hit the before we smash that record button <laughs> that this for me is the first weekend that I've gotten to watch college football and I didn't really get the feeling last week yeah. because I was in a car the whole dude I'm back I like, love college football it's way better than the NFL and I could admit I was on record saying and I've said it to you that I didn't miss sports at all during all of this and sports you know I said I was a different grown man hey fo- <laughs> football turns me back on and it it's just it's very exciting to see it on TV. I like I I don't care what anyone says. Football is America's game, and it will continue to be for a very long time. And I agree. I really didn't miss sports at all until like once football season started getting close. I'm like praying that there's going to be football because I don't know. Like it 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 definitely puts a weird energy out in the air. Absolutely. Um, Get, get your blood flowing a little bit. Especially when you wake up in the morning and go outside to let your dog out or get some fresh air and you feel that crisp air. Yeah. It's yeah. not 80 yeah. degrees anymore. Yeah, like that. Uh, fall is the best season. One, I mean, one, because of football, and two, just because, like, what you're saying. I, I love <clears> – I just love fall weather, like jeans and a hoodie. Mm. I love hoodies. I do too, man. And I am on record saying that we are slowly – well, it quickly, I guess. 
approaching the best time of the year, in my opinion, Thanksgiving Eve, all the way until oh January 2nd. Those weeks, to me, are untouchable. I think it's my favorite part of the year. It's got to be, holiday right? Holiday season. It's just There's so much positive energy. You're with family. Yeah. You're fr- everybody you see is all happy and, and peppy because they just had Thanksgiving. They got Christmas, New Year's coming, and it just feels like that's the one time of the year yeah. where everybody is family-oriented, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean... I'm sure there's other times of the year where, where people are family oriented, but but I think it's the most wonderful time of yeah. the year. I was going to say most family oriented time of the year, but that too, that too, absolutely. Um, and I mean, Thanksgiving Eve is always just such a fucking shit show. Now, can I ask you? Because before I started drinking. I had, or, uh, okay, sorry, let me take that back. Before I started drinking legally, (laughs) I didn't realize that Thanksgiving Eve was even a thing. I didn't either. I had no clue, honestly, until, like, I started, like, working in the bar later at night. Like, I I, I honestly, like, don't know why. It's, like, the, like, drinking hall. It it fucking puts, it gives St. Paddy's Day a challenge. Dude. It really does. In my, it, I think it's bigger. In my expert opinion, which I am an expert, <laughs> Thanksgiving Eve, I could not agree with you more. I, I think it's bigger than St. Yeah. Patty's Day and New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. And well, that's what I was going to say, too. Like, there's multiple other holidays that could take that uh, crown or whatever. Like, obviously, St. Patty's Day, New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve Eve. Like, two days before? Like, because everyone always says, like, Thanksgiving Eve's so big because all your family's in town. You want to go drink and have fun with your family that's in town for the time being or whatever. But they, they're they there also during Christmas. I know. So why isn't, why isn't, aren't those days before as big? I, I don't know. But I, yeah, I, I just, for any of you older listeners out there that may tune into the tobacco pipe that drops every Wednesday at 6 a.m. Eastern time. I I really would like to know if this was a holiday that was started a long time ago or if this was something that was kind of started by our millennial generation. Fucking millennial jag-offs. Fuck, we out here, son. <laughs> we out here, dude. And there was a, I, I do want to say this, I don't want to talk about it, but I do want to say this report because it makes sense. A report recently just came out that says millennials and Gen Z are the ones that are now constantly spreading the coronavirus. But the reason being is Shocker. because we're the ones out there working, though. It's not because yeah, of bars. That's true. It's because we're out in, in there. So I just I don't want to talk about it, but I want to say. We're in there like swimwear. To all you old people that give a <laughs> shit, relax. That's all. Relax. Honestly, like, I'm not going to, like, be a dickhead about it, but, like, it's like coming out to where like coronavirus was it that big of a deal? Oh no. Like, I, I I I think the projections and what they thought and what we were seeing in China was very scary. Don't get me wrong. It was very scary. Yeah. In, in the beginning I thought I was gonna die. I thought <laughs> if I stepped outside, I was just gonna drop dead. Yeah. But now but, it's yeah. now it's just to the point where it's just not as bad as people thought. And I think 
that's why people are starting to go out more. And I do see a lot more people wearing masks and we're doing it the right way. And that's what you're supposed to do. And it's perfect segue. Oh, go ahead. One thing that sucks about work right now for me, they want us to wear masks if we're within six feet of another person. Like, you know how much it fucking sucks doing like a labor job like that, wearing a mask. Like, I just don't do it. Like, if you throw me out, if you, well, I shouldn't say that. Throw me out if you want to throw me out. I shouldn't how, say that. How many but, people are you around when you do that? Because um, if it's only a couple, I understand. No, I mean, like, like my group of workers or whatever, like the people that are working for the same company as me and, like, the job we're on in the particular location of this plan or whatever, there's probably three, four, six. I mean, like, 15 to 20. But are, are you all, like, on no, top of No, no, we're not all on top of okay. one another. Yeah. S- that, but, like, we all have, like, a partner. Like, everyone works with another person. We're supposed to wear them yeah. if we're right next to each other. But, like, very little people do. Well, I mean, it's And if, just... like, we're inside of a building, they want us to. And the whole job we're doing right now is inside of a building. And it, it's fucking hot. Like, yeah. It, I mean, they're making... It's a fucking acid building. Like, it's fucking hot in there. And I'm not... No. I, I ended up, like, taking one of, like, my face shield things down there, thinking it would make it a little better. It it doesn't, because we got to wear goggles in there, too, like chemical goggles. And they already fog up bad enough as it is. If you're wearing a mask and breathing, all of it just goes straight... All the, like, exhales go straight up towards your eyes. And, like, literally, I'm telling you, as soon as you put those goggles on, within five seconds, you can't see. Oh, I can because imagine. Because of how bad they're fogging up. Like, well, yeah, that's nuts. I just kind of made a code for myself for work to where I've gone strictly gator, um, gator yeah. masks. Yeah. And when I walk into a location, I have it up respectfully because there's signs everywhere that say you have to have it. Yeah. So I walk in. But if it's just like the manager and like one worker there – and it's just us three or us four in there, and they don't have them on. I'll take, I'll pull mine yeah. down to have a conversation. Yeah. But as soon as a customer comes in, I pull mine up because yeah. I, I'd say, I'd say probably seven times out of ten they have a mask on. Maybe eight times out of ten. So I just do that. But I, I, I I'm getting excited because I can see, in my opinion, where I'm traveling everywhere, things are starting to get as normal as they've been in a long time. Yeah, for sure. But how's that whiskey and ice? Honestly, it's a lot pretty good. I, yeah, I I was wondering how it would taste uh with this sparkling ice water or yeah. whatever. It's actually very good. This is the first time I've done this and I I wanted to I'm I, not going to say that I'm not a seltzer guy anymore because I'm definitely seltzer over beer. But I believe I'm going to start sipping whiskey when I want to drink and making whiskey drinks because that way to get buzzed or drunk, I can drink less. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was a combination where I just bought those ice drinks and had this bottle of whiskey. And I'm shockingly surprised at how well it tastes. I know. Well, I mean, it is peach on peach. So I think that helps. Yeah. I'm wondering how it's going to taste with uh, the grapefruit and coconut pineapple the first one that i made well this is only my first drink but i made a 
with the whiskey, the old camp whiskey, shout out Florida Georgia line, and the ice, um, the coconut pineapple, and it was very good. Is it good? I mean, I imagine it'll still be good. I'm just saying, like, I think the like the peach whiskey and the peach nectarine sparkling yeah, sparkling ice complement each other very well. That's Facts. my point. Facts. But I do want to talk about this Logan Paul and Mayweather fight. <laughs> because you and me, we, we do we do touch on UFC, we do touch on fighting. I love UFC. I do too. Big fights tonight. Dude, speak real quick, speaking of UFC uh, Joe Rogan episode recently uh, for 9-11. Give it to us. I know what you're going to – let's talk I about I forget this. the guy's name. Is it Tim, Tim Kennedy? Tim, Tim Kennedy, that's it. I knew it was Tim something. He's a very well-spoken guy. He, he speaks very well. He does. And to think that he was a UFC fighter and he's a special ops. Yeah, and he still does that work, like private contracting type work. And that's what's crazy about how he started – and then he quit doing it, and that's when he got in the MMA, and now he's back doing it again. Yeah. I mean, this he looks like an animal. Dude is a fucking I know. jacked. I know, dude. It's, he is a fucking animal. And, like, honestly, it's just, like, very easy listening to him talk. He flows very well. A lot better than I do. Well, dude, I know that people had to be shook if you were watching it on video when he gave... Joe and Jamie guns. <laughs> he gave him a gun. Yeah, he's like, in Texas now. Yeah, 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 yeah. He literally just gave him a gun as a present. And I also, for the record, they're talking about open carry. Um, I really like the their thoughts on it because I agree. Open carrying is very, very stupid. Yep. Um, unless, like. I understand, like, if you don't have, like, a concealed carry holster or something to put inside your pants, but at least, like, pull your fucking hoodie down over it or something. Um, like, you're literally just putting a target on your back, carrying around a gun just right out in the open on your hip like that. And, one, it can, it can put fear in some people. And, two, if anything were to ever pop off, like, you're the first person that's getting it. Absolutely. Like, you know, like, it, it's just not, I just don't think it's very smart or worth it to openly be carrying a gun on your hip like that unless you're a police officer. See, I thought you were going to bring up the fact that he was talking about the debate with, <laughs> with when he said that he would moderate a debate and Trump was like, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... I, I don't care about the whole political aspect of it, but that would be incredible to, just to think that a guy that just made 100 mil a year, which is the number that we were told, and he is the biggest podcaster in the yeah. world, just to think that he could be the one to sit down with Trump and Dude, Joe. He's like really just the jack of all trades. It's nuts. Like, he can. And, like, it's funny, too, because, like, when I first started, like, listening to him and heard about him and stuff, I really didn't even, like, it didn't click in my head, like, he was a comedian, and that's how he came up. Because, Me either. Yeah. Like, I, because, like, I've always known him as the UFC commentator. See, it's crazy. I always knew him as the Fear Factor guy. That's it. Yeah. I See, didn't I, even forgot, know, I forgot he did that. I didn't even know he did UFC until, yeah. until I started listening to his podcast and then yeah. starting to, to, I had no clue. Yeah, see, I, I honestly 100% for, forgot he was a fear factor guy. Um, 
Yeah, first I like, came to know him as like the UFC commentator, and then like start listening to his podcast, and like the, the one time in the description, it's just like listen to comedian Joe Rogan's podcast. I'm like, Fuck, this guy's a fucking comedian too. Yeah. Like, and uh, I mean, yeah, basically, I mean, he he. He can do it all, is, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, so we're going to have to take our um, first halftime break. Hazel really needs to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and I know John and myself could probably take a tinkle too, so we will be yeah. right back in a slick jiff. Good evening. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. All right. Good evening. Second half, fourth quarter. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Big Dick Joe, he's the man. Yep. Not uh, not Joe Flacco, Joe Rogan. Shit. He's the fucking man. So uh, yeah, um, as I just learned, uh, Elena Tyrell, man, fuck, she was the goat. One of one of my very favorite uh, characters in Game of Thrones. Just complete badass old lady. Did not take shit from no one. Even like the scene of her dying, like. It's still, like, one of the most badass scenes in the whole show. Let me ask you this before you keep going. Arguably, is that the greatest scene in Game of Thrones? That that two? It's up there. I don't know if it, if it would be, in my opinion, the greatest. But, like, it's definitely up there. I'd say top five for me personally. Because, uh, like, I, I, like I said, I absolutely loved her character. Yeah. Especially because, like, she kind of came from a house of pussies. Facts. Like, the rest of them really were pussies. And uh, she married into that house. So, obviously, she didn't, uh, like, she that it, it is her people, but it wasn't her people. Um, but, yeah, like, she's, she's going out. It's being forced to drink some poison. She's just, like, tell Cersei it was me. Incredible. Like, I killed your fucking son, bitch. It, like, and I still won this altercation, even though I'm dying right now. I mean, fuck. She was so old. She don't care if she dies. And what's so fire is she literally, like, she knew she was going to die, and she just looks at Jamie and she goes, is this going to hurt or what? Like, just yeah. something like that where she's like, she's ready. She knows it's about to happen, and she just yeah. looks at that motherfucker dead yeah. in the eyes and goes, how's this going to go? Is this going to hurt or what? Yeah. And the best part is he's just like, I made sure to like pick one that like was as the most painless or whatever. And right after he gives her like that, uh, I guess like courtesy of like a peaceful death, she's just like, "I killed your son." She cranks it up, yeah. to ten, yeah. And like, like that honestly, like that cuts deeper as deep as you can get for those two. So I don't know. She she is one of the goats of Game of Thrones, and very sad to know that her uh, actress passed away. Uh, R.I.P. You're amazing. You were amazing. Yeah. And, and it stinks for me because every time I see her, I've told J.T. since I started watching Game of Thrones. Every time I see her, I think of my my Gaga that lives up the street. Yeah, I feel you on that. They are identical. I feel you on they, that. Uh, and, and when I see her, I'm like, holy shit, that is my grandma, and she literally <laughs> killed Joffrey. 
And I, I want to add, like, how, like, every time I see her, like, any scene she was in, like, I immediately was like, all right, Elena's in this scene, like, it's going to be sick. You, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, she was awesome. And, like, like there was even the, the one... Uh, one scene where she's like she's coming into King's Landing, and it's like it's like a pointless scene. Like, why even put it in there? But like, she makes it. Like, she's coming in on our carriage, and she like they stop for like I don't even know why they stop. They just happen to stop, and she opens the window in the carriage. She's just like, oh, you can smell the shit from miles away. <laughs> Closes the window, and then the scene just stops. Like, why even show that? It's just because it's fucking alone in Tyrell. You know, dude, so unbiased, maybe I, well, I guess it could be bias. Let's take out. So let's look at Game of Thrones as a whole. Don't. I know people hate the ending. Some people hate certain seasons. I don't. I I, I don't either. So it's easy for us. But like unbiasedly on like seasons and everything like that to you, what was your favorite turning point in the entire Game of Thrones series. Hmm. Hmm. That's tough. It is tough. Um. But it. But it's something that I've. I haven't heard anybody really talk about it this way. Yeah. Honestly, I never even like thought of uh, doing something like this. Um. I don't know. Like. Uh, I think. I don't like. It's hard to think of like what a turning point is. Um. You want me to give you some examples that I that I think of in my head just to kind of give you an idea? Yeah, sure. So, ahead. like, moments like the Red Wedding, Battle of the Bastards, Joffrey dies. Um, when, <laughs> like, like That's the, up there. Those, those kind of moments. Yeah. To you looking at, like, you're sitting there in front of a TV and you have all eight seasons, you're, the little slices, and you're looking at what part in the entire Game of Thrones was the one where you personally were like, holy shit, like you yeah. didn't see coming. Okay. Well, let me give like uh, like two perspectives here. Like, Oh, yeah. All the time you need because it's not easy to answer. Yeah. Like when it comes to just like filming and cinema and like amazing ideas and holy shit moments, like I fucking hate this episode hate it so much the red wedding fucking hate it because i am house stark all the goddamn way to the end of the day house stark to the death of me but when it comes to just like great writing and whatnot that part of the show might be like one of the most incredible shocking turning points or whatever in Television history. Period. Because no one, no one, no one, no one, I don't care what you said, say, is expecting that to happen. Not, like, I'm not a goddamn person. Because that show is like, it's just infamous for not giving a fuck what character you are. Like, I guess it comes from a book originally, but that author, like, it don't matter if you're the top guy or not. Like, you can get axed in a second. Yep. And that that's, that is just incredible um, uh, from a writing perspective. Okay. Um, but uh, I get, like, just <clears throat> me personally and 
what I like and whatnot, uh, who I like in the show, I, I'd probably say, uh, um, since I, I love House Star, uh, Battle of the Bastards. Um, Great. They literally, it, it's weird because I, like I'm, I was so invested in that show. Um, like there was time, points of time where I literally wanted to, I would love to live in Westeros, dude. Like it's like shit. Like I wish this was my life. Um, but uh, like, how big would your sword be, pal? Well, you know. You, would you have that thick stick? Would you have that like little quick? Yeah, you know, you know, you know that, what I'm saying. That it, it's thicker than it is long. Hey, hey, hey <laughs> okay. Wait, are we talking about swords here or what? No, no, I was talking. I'm just my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, no, I'd, I'd probably I I picture myself I picture myself just out there fucking battle axe. Feel just that. murking dudes, dude. Feel that. But, uh, yeah, like, like, if I'm going to kill you, I'm going to look you in your eye when I'm killing you. <laughs> I feel that. Respect. <laughs> but, but, uh. Yeah, sorry to yeah, take us no, off track. No, like, Battle of Bastards, like, that's just, like, and it be, the, the craziest part is, like, it leaves you thinking, like, you're. Your dream team or whatever they're 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 about to get beat, you know, and then like it's it's crazy like in because in like real life, I still it was like a weight coming off my shoulders when they win that like the knights of the veil come rolling over the fucking hillside, Sans is just sitting there with like that smirk on her face, like fuck you Ramsey, and yeah, and like honestly. I wanted John to fucking kill Ramsey so bad when he's beating his ass. Because at the end of the day, Ramsey, like, got over on a lot of people. But I feel like he's a big bitch. Like, when it comes down to it, like, most of the characters, I feel like, are beating him one-on-one. Now, John, you know these are fighting words for some people. Yeah. Keep going. I love it. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, like, Jon Snow. Whooping his ass one-on-one. Jamie Lancer is going to whoop his ass one-on-one. Brianna Tark is going to whoop his ass one-on-one. I mean, you can go on for day. Tormund, he's going to whoop his ass. Fucking Sir Alistair Thorne from the Night's Watch. Where's the big woman? Kick his ass. That's like he he was just very good at like manipulating situations and stuff. He's more of like a mental guy. Um, Mental warfare. I mean... I might be crazy for saying this, but I'd venture to say Theon might even be able to beat him one-on-one if he, if he didn't get tied up like that and shit and, like, mentally broken before. Um, it would, Honestly, even though, like, Sansa deserved it too, it would have been almost, like, poetic if Theon was the one to kill him at the end of the day. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, he took the most shit from that motherfucker. Fuck Ramsey, I hate him, and... Well, here, here, here's a fun fact for yeah. you. So when I started watching Game of Thrones, I started watching and catching up when season six was out. Okay. So season six was rolling, and that's when I started. Dude, that's wa- a wild time to get into it. And that's when I started watching it. Yeah. The w- episode that I caught up with everybody was Battle of the Bastards. Oh, Okay. Okay. So I got to watch that episode and didn't know what was going to happen next with everybody else. Yeah. And 
flying through that in the rapid pace that I did, the red wedding was crazy, and I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm with you when I truly thought that they were done. Like, On the battle, yeah. I really yeah, thought they were done. Because, like, that's, that's like, how that show is. Like, like I said, they're infamous for axing the number one characters. Everyone's sweetheart. They don't care. But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely thought they were out. Like, John's fucking suffocating under fucking hundreds of people. Um, the giant, like, that's one thing about that scene. That giant. They're, they're surrounded by those people. Like, literally, all that motherfucker has to do is take one punt. Punt fucking uh, through that fucking line of shields and just take a little half-circle jog around them, just kicking them off. I know. Like, like yeah, you're probably going to get stabbed a few times, but those are like fucking needles to you. Uh, you. You would, I'm with you there, you would think... Now, not saying, and I, I, I know this isn't what you're saying, and I know we'll both agree, not saying that the giant didn't do, like, incredible stuff. But <laughs> yeah. you, you would just think that he would be able to do a tad more. Yeah. Is all. Like, when, uh, when all of the people started charging up with John, there's, like, this pot, uh, a pot, ah, pot, a part. Pot. <laughs> Peppa there, pots. There's a part. Where, like, it, it's showing them all charging and the giant's running with them. And he, like, literally just takes a little, like, almost uppercut swing down at someone riding on a horse and just fucking crushes, crushes the whole horse and everything. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I want to say honorable mention, though, too. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Joffrey getting poisoned. I couldn't wait for that to happen. And it, that was another thing. I'm just weight lifted off my shoulders. This evil motherfucker's dead. So, it's actually perfect you left off with that. Perfect segue for my answer. Because when I was watching everything all the way through, yeah, when Joffrey died like that, it shocked the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it coming like everybody. I didn't think he would die that way. That, to me... I guess I'll kind of answer this two ways, kind of like you did. That, for me, shocked me the most in terms of I didn't see it coming that episode that soon. Yeah. But the moment of the whole shift for me is when Tyrion and Khaleesi met each other and finally decided yeah. to squat up. That's because, a fucking dynamic dude. Because right when that happened, when, once you realize that like she's not going to kill Tyrion and that she's going to let Tyrion advise her and things like yeah. that, there was a, a giant shift for me. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh shit, they might be better off served than the Stark family and all of them. Yeah. And so I was like, dude, they're going to be the ones to power through and then of course I, I mean people that have watched it knows what happens next i'm not going to spoil it because i know people still haven't watched it but just watch it you have to watch it it's like the yeah. most watched phenomena that's ever happened while we were alive like that's the thing that every single person in the world was watching at the yeah. same time as game of thrones i'll, I'll stand by till the death of me like in my, in my opinion <clears throat> game of thrones is literally absolutely the best show to ever be on television. Easily. I don't I don't care what you say. When it comes to like writing and plot twists and all this that that shit and just like 
be an enjoyable show. Like it, it just fucking takes the cake. I don't like. I don't care. Um, and like, uh, I think I started watching it like in between season three and four. Like season three was over and four hadn't come out, and then I caught up and was ready for four. What seasons were out when we were in college? Towards our tail end, junior and senior year, so like fourteen uh, and fifteen, two thousand fourteen and. 15. I think it was like seasons four and five. Okay, I'm pretty sure because I remember, uh, like my junior or senior year, I think it was my junior year in college. I remember uh, one of our friends came down and was using our on demand Comcast on demand to watch Game of Thrones. And I remember it was the episode uh, where Khaleesi gets the unsullied army. Come and on. her little dragon goes around the castle, burning everyone. She fakes trading the dragon. And it was that episode they were watching. I'm like, holy shit, what is this show? And that's and that was towards the end of season three. So, yeah, I started watching it when, when three was over. Yes. And I never looked back. For me, I remember Neil countless times was like, Jake, you need to watch this show. Jake, you would like this show. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to watch a show with dragons. I was such a hater. I will admit it. I was such a hater in the beginning. I'm like, I'm not going to like some kind of show where there's dragons and all this shit. I will fully admit I was such a hater. And Neil, I think it was... It was Neil and Jacko, or maybe Neil or Brady, or maybe all three of them would watch it religiously every Sunday night. And I'd be like, I'm not watching this shit. Like, I tried to watch the first episode in college and couldn't get through it. And I'm like, Jesus, this sucks. And then one day, one day, I it was in the summer. It was yeah. while season six was out. And I was literally laying on the couch, had nothing to do that day. And I turned the first episode on. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I watched the first seven episodes of season one. Yeah. I was dialed in. And, and, I regret it not kind of starting it when they told me or even being able to start it from the beginning. Yeah. But it was a rush watching season one through most of six, knowing that everybody's seen it and was able to catch up for, like, an iconic episode in Battle of the Bastards. There's no no better show to binge watch, in my opinion. And, like, two, two of the main things I always tell people that haven't watched it and say... I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. I'm never going to watch it. And I'm trying to convince them to. One, I always tell them, because like, they'll complain about the same things you were comp- complaining about, like all the, the dragons and the magic or whatever. Yeah. And uh, literally every time, I'm like, look, I thought, like, I thought the same thing absolutely 100%, but it, it just has um, just the right amount of unrealistic stuff yep. to not drive you away. Like, just... Just the perfect amount. Like, I don't know how they figured that out to balance that. That And uh, um, season one, a lot of people complained about that, trying to watch the first couple episodes, and they just couldn't keep with it. It was hard, dupes. Yeah. It was hard. But I, always, I, I would always tell every person, like, the first half of season one is, like, it's boring. I'll, I'll give them – it's very boring. It's a tough watch. It, it's – it's setting stuff up, but I always tell them, like if you can get through that first half, I like I promise, like I'd promise them money, like you will not turn back. If you can get through that first half, towards the, the end of the first season, you will never turn back. Absolutely. No, you you are right. You you nailed it on the head. I mean, and I, 
you know, like I just said, it shocks me that it took me so long to watch it. But after, yeah. and I, I'm, I know we just spent a long time talking about that, but I've never heard anybody break it down in that way. Like, take it as a full one through eight, and what is the biggest pivot point? I've never heard yeah. anybody talk yeah. about well, that. Well, I've never even thought of it. And honestly, I'm like, I don't know if those would actually be my answers, but like off the top of my head right now, those are my answers. Yeah. Um, Definitely going to yeah. rewatch it once it gets cold. Oh, yeah. I, I will rewatch that show until I die and never get bored of it. it Ever. I mean, it's amazing. I like, I, I really like, don't get me wrong, I like a lot of sci fi stuff and like medieval time stuff, but like, I never thought I could get into that. that uh, with like the dragons and whatnot, but like I said, it's weird. It's it's just got like the perfect amount to suck you in yeah. and keep you there. I don't I don't understand because it's it's got like they got like a perfect ratio of uh, unrealistic to realistic. Well, like for me, my my favorite part about it, and I've even enjoyed it more every we rewatch, is I learn something new every time I rewatch yeah. it. Yeah. Every, it's and, nuts. And I, I, I've rewatched seasons one through seven three times. No. Yes, I believe. No, two times. I, I've rewatched one through six three times, seven twice, and eight only once. And every yeah. time I've watched the early ones, I learn something new, and it picks up, and it makes sense throughout the story. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's a bummer They're, that they had to stop so early. Like, I guess yeah. HBO wanted 10 seasons. No, I, I'm sure uh, <clears throat> most of the country, most of the world would have loved 10 seasons. It, I mean, there was there was still plenty, plenty to show uh, to where it still wouldn't have got drug out. But. um, Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, this is what I was going to say. What I always did was. uh like, every time there was a new season, I binge-watched everything up to that. Yep. So, like, other the first, like season one through three, honestly, I probably still have seen six, seven times. Damn. I, Damn. I, I swear. I swear. I believe you. I believe you. Because every, every single new season before it came out, I, I watched season one up until then just to get refreshed. And, uh, Makes I mean, sense. I mean, it was I, – honestly, I think it was the best decision – to do that, just because it gets you in that in that groove and ready to go, like you're craving, craving the next week to come. But yeah, just uh, it's kind of like the next time you have sex. Yeah, man, you're craving it. You can, well, not me. I, I mean, nobody well, it, gets me off like it's me. like it's like. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. It's it's like when you when you when you grow up and get older and you're an adult and like you're like forty years old in a marriage, like. The spontaneous uh, sex doesn't hop- happen as often. It's like uh, you put in your calendar, hey, let's have sex on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Isn't that sad? <laughs> yeah. And you're just, you're craving that day to come. Craving that dick and pussy. <laughs> that, that movie, Fun with Dick and Jane, Great they, they do that and like something happens and they're just like both excited and the wife's just like, yes, we should have sex. On Saturday, and I just lost my shit. Dude. Well, dude, that's why I love the movie Sex Tape with uh, <laughs> Jason Segal and yeah. Cameron Diaz because in the beginning he's like, "You want to like 
try to have sex this week? And, and she's just like, oh, I'm busy. My schedule's real busy. <laughs> and like, it, it's like, it's real, it's kind of funny because, I mean, it's not for every relationship, but I would say yeah. probably a lot of relationships is probably like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last topic before we head out. All right. You're a big gamer. Yeah. Shout out your Twitch. Oh, yeah, Twitch, JD Deplaga. I'm honestly probably going to get on it uh, once I get home. So I know you won't hear this till Wednesday, but, yeah, hopefully someone's watching me. Boom. You're a big open-world game guy. Oh, absolutely. It's my favorite type of game. What's your excitement on Harry Potter? Oh, I'm definitely going to get it. Um, I'm pumped. Because I, I love Harry Potter, and I love, like, uh, magic and whatnot, and yep. I, I feel like... It kind of reminds me of, like, uh, I got that Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order video game and, like, magic and using the Force kind of, like, coincides a little bit with me. And um, you flew through that. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I wish the game was a lot longer. I wish it had a multiplayer because, once, like, once you're done, like, there's not shit you can do. And it's kind of like a half, half open world game. You could run around and do whatever you want, but you only had, like, so many places to go. Um, but, uh... Yeah, I just uh, using like the force moves and stuff in that game were just like incredible. Yeah, and uh, I just feel like uh, it. I I think it'll give you like a very weird, cool sensation to be able to like casting spells on like random shit yeah. and whatnot. In Flapendo and that, that bitch. What is it? Flapendo. Oh, <laughs> Flapendo. I forget. I did. I forget what's. Expelliarmus. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Expelliarmus. Dude, I've, I've seen those movies so recently late, lately because uh, my girlfriend, Devin, she loves Harry Potter. And I feel like they're having Harry Potter mo- movie marathons like every month. It's nuts. But yeah, uh, I, I can't wait for that. I'm definitely going to get it. The one, I watched a trailer last night. And the one, oh, there's a trailer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm I watched it on YouTube. I'm going to have to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. The one pet peeve I have about it, I understand it's Harry Potter. It's kind of like, not kids type thing, but like, kind of, like, I don't know. But uh, the graphics on are a little cartoony. I wish it was just like realistic. Like, yeah. Like an Assassin's Creed gra- graphic. Like a Red like, Dead yeah. GTA. Yeah, I wish it was a little more like that. But honestly, I, I think it'll be... An amazing game to play. Now, let me ask you this, because I, I really haven't done much research on it. I just know I that haven't either. I know the premise Czar was telling me on the juice box came out Sunday. Make sure you listen to episode 50. He was telling me that they it's like in the 1800s or something before Harry. Yeah, I, I noticed that in the trailer, yeah. And, like, you make your own person, and it's your own story. You're not following, like, Harry or yeah. Hermione or Ron. You're literally making... So I wonder if the whole game's probably four years of high school, and then it's over. I hope that's what it would be like. That, that would be, would be very cool. Oh, I'm sure that... If I had to guess... Uh, and they... Dude, uh, they... I, something about those movies, I just realized recently, like... They have more than four years of school there. They definitely do. Because how many movies are there? There's definitely more than four. And every year he's the next grade up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess I never really thought of it. Actually, I I will say. I I, I feel like it's a middle school through high school type thing. I'm going to take advantage because I have HBO Max and all of them are on there. Yeah. 
holiday season's coming up. I am going to rewatch them yeah. all, especially before that game comes out. Um, very, you know, it that was so big when we were younger. Oh yeah, dude, it was awesome. And, and I, that it, was like at, that was like the younger kids. Avenger movies. That yeah. was like our thing, dude. I never like I didn't when I was younger. I just, I wasn't into them as much. It's been in the recent years I started to like them. You grew up and matured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's I I don't know. Like I love like the scenes where like <sighs> like you got Voldemort and Dumbledore just throwing fucking lightning back at each other, and like Voldemort yelling that one spell is just like like. Very captivating. He's like, I'm on a cadaver. <laughs> like, it's fucking nuts, dude. Dude, that was throwing hands before throwing hands. Yeah, yeah. And all I'm going to say is, like, I'm, I'm going to get the game, and it's before Harry's around, so, like, they might need to, like, refilm the movies after I'm done with this game and be like, Harry needs to live up to this dude. Love it. Like, <laughs> what's, I'm telling you. What's your wizard name going to be? Oh, shit. Because normally, like, in football games or basketball games, I use my own name. This is different. <laughs> like, you have to have a sick-ass wizard name. Fuck. Uh, God damn. It's I hard. Can't. I don't know, well, dude. While I, you're, I'm going to come back with that next week. Well, I, or just think – you could think about it while you answer this question, and if you don't, you can come back next week. The stupendous dupendous. <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. That's gold. Oh, the stupendous dup- – okay, so what What house would the stupendous dude, be in? Like, you guys, like, uh, you guys were talking about last night, and like – yeah, you had a I head start on this, bitch. I feel like, for the most part, like, what everyone said, like, I was thinking in my head, like, JT should be Gryffindor. And w- when someone said Tig should be Gryffindor, in my head, I was thinking, like, I see him as a Ravenclaw, dude. And then right after that, he's like, no, I think I'd be Ravenclaw. That's why anyway. we all click so well. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's not a, the point. But so do you, do you think I'm Hufflepuff? <laughs> I think I'm Hufflepuff. People always do, like, your explanation... I can't wait for people to hear it because like, you, you can repeat it because I already said it. So like if you can remember what I said, feel free because it already came just out. Like you, something about like uh, <laughs> look when I look at myself, I'm just like that motherfucker's Hufflepuff. <laughs> no, you said melted ice cream. I said body. I said my body looks like a melted ice cream cone, and yeah. that is Hufflepuff. No, nah, I I'm not Slytherin. I just don't got that mindset. I'm I'm torn in between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. Uh, you got to pick. I'm going to say... Uh, because you're in good company. I'm saying Gryffindor because I don't think I got the smarts to be in Ravenclaw. Okay. You know what I mean? Respect. And I feel like there's there's a, there's a, been a lot of good Quidditch athletes in, in Gryffindor. Athlete right here, born athlete. Yeah. <laughs> Not to brag, but I'm bragging. I love the brag. <laughs> brag about it. And... Since we're coming, we're winding down, we're coming to the tail end. Right on our TV dupes, Marshall is currently beating Appalachian State. And as you were explaining, the Appalachian State receiver or tight end was running to the end zone about to score a touchdown. Marshall snuck up behind him and uh, hit the ball out. So the, the score should be 17-14, but a big defensive play, which we like defense. Yeah. 
Defense yeah. wins championships. That defender said Expelliarmus. He said, Flipendo, that bitch. <laughs> and the ball flew out. And what's, what's incredible, uh, for those of you that don't know, Marshall is in the state of West Virginia. That's where Dupes and I and the Juice Box Boys, well, some of the Juice Box Boys, are from. Best si- kept secret, man. Best kept secret. And I'd like to keep it a secret, but I'd also like to not keep it a secret. Let's, <laughs> let's let the world know. So I definitely root for Marshall when WVU's not playing them. It's wild to think, dupes. Their quarterback, fucking animal, redshirt freshman from Charleston. Dude, I'm telling you, some of the best uh, football players for or athletes in general that go to, go to West Virginia schools are from West Virginia. It's incredible. And I know like that doesn't sound like as crazy as it is, but when it comes to college, like they're re- recruiting a lot out of state. Um, but yeah, I think like. West Virginia is like, I know it doesn't come around as often as as other states, but sometimes you get like a once in a generation athlete out of West Virginia. It's crazy. It is crazy. Like every now and then. um, Yeah, it doesn't happen very often, but like I I do think some of the best athletes have came from West Virginia, and I I think we're looked down upon a lot when it comes to athletics, but like, and yeah, I know, like, there's definitely like, some better competition in some states, but I think uh, opposed to other states, I don't think we have the worst competition at all. Um, well, as, especially for for what's, you know, West Virginia, we do have, there's a bunch of great, beautiful places, but there are a lot of underprivileged towns and yeah. cities. So to yeah. think of how even that stuff is and to think that we do get these crazy players to come out you know, we have two right now that are from here that are in the NFL playing. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Shout out uh, CJ. CJ and Elijah. I hope. Ball hard. I mean, CJ, you're already killing it, man. Uh, keep keep doing your thing. And Elijah, I've been saying it from day one. You definitely deserve a shot. And just take advantage of it, for real. Because it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Uh, and don't let this fold. Just do what you've been doing. Elijah is nice. Oh yeah, he is yeah. nice. Dude, this, this dude is breaking records. I'm gonna. Records. Re- I like, know that I just said it, but he's nice. I know, dude. He is. I, that's all I'm gonna say. He's a straight athlete. Look up highlights of him. Athlete. CJ played in a Super Bowl. Fucking crazy, Made some bro. plays, too. He made some plays. Made some yeah. plays against the GOAT. Yeah. So, it, it, it is cool. We got two NFL players, and I I, uh, I can't remember the exact number, but I guess this is the first year. Well, I don't want to say the first year. I don't know. I'm just making that up. It makes it sound cool. But this is the first time in a long time where I think there's like four – I can't remember how many slots there are on a college football team, but I think it's like 42 per- Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's something like that, yeah. 42% of our team, WVUs, is from West Virginia. That's awesome. It's that's so awesome. Yeah, that, that's very cool. And I'm, I'm just going to say, you missed, you missed a great one on me. You should- <laughs> I didn't you know should- which way you were going. <laughs> you should have picked me up, bro. You would have won a natty. You bro. missed a... Doozy on. Uh, we would we would have won a natty on my back. Is all I'm saying. So 
Nah, man. It, it's Let co- that sink in for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop. It, it's, it's cool to think that, too, that I'm going to say this. We have the best defensive line in the country, and the two dudes are brothers from Fairmont. The Stills yeah. brothers are That's, yeah, nice. That is really cool. That, that is really cool. Um, they are very, they're very good. But, uh, I mean, I, I'm very confident that Texas is going to win again this year. I love that view. They're my number two team, but hook them horns, baby. Um, they laid the wood last, last week to UTEP. We are, we're not playing this week because we're privileged and we get a week off already. Same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, but, you know, we play in Austin this year, and you remember the last time we played in Austin. Yeah, it was some bullshit. Fucking Hail Mary at the end of the game. That was... It was, was a good. It was a good throw and catch. I'll give it ball. to him. I'll give it to him. Good and throw and catch. Too. He got the defender got beat. But. Yeah, horns down, Tom Herman. Why don't you go cry to someone else? Because no one cares. You're a little it bitch. Ain't happening again this year. It ain't. We'll see. We'll see. And I. You know what? You know what? We might just have to watch the fucking game together. Yeah, I will. Well, you want to know what? I'm gonna cordially invite you to. Uh, thing that I was going to tell you afterwards, but since we're talking about it now, I'll invite you. <laughs> okay. Because you were going to get invited, but why not do it on recording so everybody knows? That weekend, that game is played November 7th. I have an Airbnb credit that I had to use before the year was over. I got a sick house on the lake in Charlotte, and you are... North Carolina, Carolina. North Carolina. Carolina. Okay. And you are invited to come for okay. the weekend. We're staying Friday night, Saturday night, leaving Sunday. Okay. That'll be Sith's birthday weekend. And I've just told a couple of the boys, like a Sweet. Co- couple of the close guys, you're invited. Sweet. And you don't have to worry about paying for housing. Just bring a lot of alcohol yeah. and some food. Because That'd be cool as hell. We're going to run on alcohol that weekend. You know what I mean? <laughs> But and uh, like uh, before we uh, close out and whatnot, uh, a couple of things. Uh, when we were talking about open world games, it really yes. reminded me um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla coming out. Can't wait for that shit. Love Viking stuff. Been calling it that they're gonna have a Viking one. Credit to me. I'm a psychic. I'm gonna play it nonstop. You heard it here. AC Valhalla. Be there. Be square. Love Vikings. All right. But anyways, TV shows. I, I wanted to mention it uh, earlier, but uh, I started watching a TV show on Netflix recently, and it's right up my alley, kind of older times, not medieval, but like I think it's like seven, 16 or 1700s. Okay. Um, it's called Outlander. Um, but... You might have heard of it. That was I, I've heard of it. I believe that was a series that was on Stars. That kind of sounds right. But anyways, the premise of this show, there's like this circle of like stones where like like a certain energy from the earth goes there, and like at just at the right point in time, the right people, they can travel through the stones back in time. Okay. And, th- and this one girl does it. This lady. And it's in Scotland. She ends up back in Scotland, the 16 or 1700s. Uh, and her husband, the, her and her husband that were there on holiday or whatever, her husband was, like, studying one of his ancient uh, relatives. It was a British officer. 
uh, back then during the time she traveled back to. And immediately she runs into the dude. Turns out, huge dickhead. There's a couple scenes in that show. I really hate the fucking guy. Um, I would love to just jam a 10-foot pole off his ass. Make him your bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would love to just make him scream. Love it. But anyways, very good show. Uh, she ends up teaming up with some Scots, marries one of them. Jamie, Jamie Fraser, you're, <laughs> you're a gorgeous man. Um, love, but yeah, it, it, dudes I, complimenting dudes. What, you love to see it. What I, I guess what I'm getting at is I definitely suggest checking this show out. Outlander, it's on Netflix. Uh, these days, most people have Netflix, so check her out. I think there's three seasons out right now. Um, jumps back and forth. A little bit present to past, but uh, yeah, uh, another hot show I'm suggesting. Normally, I have good taste. Uh, yeah, you do. Self uh, awareness. No, no. Nope. I'm saying I have good taste, or so whatever that self something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so check that show out. You won't be disappointed. I promise you, because I'm the smartest. Dudes. There you go. Dupes, I just want to say, before you close it out, it's been an honor. Yeah. It's been an honor. Good to be back. Good to be back. It's good to be back. It's been an honor with all of our past episodes. But I'm going to say this in front of everybody. I'm going to say this in front of everybody. (laughs) Those episodes, Dupes, those are in the past. We are a new era of the TTP. Yeah. The TTP, the tobacco pipe, this is a new era for us. We're cranking it up a little bit for you guys. Dupes is bleeding. Don't know what he did. It's an. It's just been an honor. I'm very excited to call you one of my co-hosts, and the Juice Box brand is going to keep yeah. growing, and I'm honored to have you as one of my compadres in this journey. Thank you, man. <laughs> you down with TTP? Yeah, you know me. TTP, fuck. <laughs> you down with TTP? Yeah, you know me. TTP, fuck. I, I just figures I would fuck that one up, dude. It's all good. Close this out, my guy. All right. So uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Father Dupes. Facebook, John DePlaga, because that is my name. Shocker. Um, yeah, and come watch me on Twitch uh, playing some Warzone and multiplayer on Call of Duty because I have been getting back to that. It isn't always will be the pillars. Of Call of Duty. Okay. Twitch. This is JD DePlaga. Been an honor. Good to be back. Love you all. Have a pleasant evening, day, life.